America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Finally, after a little bit of technical difficulty, we are live now 8.20 p.m. on a Thursday night. Usually we start at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We would love for you to come and hang out with us in the Major Spoilers Discord server. You can find out how you can connect your Patreon account to the Discord server. Hear us do some pre-show chatter. Uh, we were talking uh, about uh, Star Trek. We were talking about the final season of Stranger Things and uh, some other stuff. Uh, it was really fascinating. It's good stuff. Uh, I may in the future release some of that pre-show stuff. Generally, we don't record it, but I may do that in the future just so you can get a, a little tease for what you're what you're missing when you come to uh, hang out with us on Thursday nights. This week, though, we are diving into the pages of Iron Fist number one mm-hmm. from Marvel Comics. And uh, Danny Rand somehow lost all of his powers. Mm-hmm. He actually and gave them up to save the universe. He... Uh, had to sacrifice his powers to keep world from dying. And what uh, mega event was that? That was actually in the last uh, Iron Fist limited series. Uh, at the end of that limited series, I want to say he actually transferred the power over to um, Okoye of the of Atlas. Right, right. I remember that for a short while. Yep. But then the dragon died or something, and they're waiting for a new dragon to be reborn or something. Yeah. But I believe uh, that happened. In, well, yeah, it looks like Okoye actually transferred the power back to an egg, which is yeah. eternally re. Yeah, they're waiting for that dragon to be reborn, which is what Shazam. we see in here. And apparently the dragon has come back and uh, Danny Rand is fighting some demons. And suddenly a new Iron Fist shows up on the scene, popping demons and taking names. Mm-hmm. And this is somebody who used to protect. Uh, a uh, a magical sword to keep a demon at bay, and the sword has been shattered. Huh. And so now, with the power of the Iron Fist, he is trying to recover the shards of the the sword so he can lock the demon away forever. Mm-hmm. Lindley, the Swordmaster, had his own series from a couple of years ago. If I want to not mistaken, mm, okay, yeah, I didn't read it. So, yeah, for many people, this may be uh, the first appearance of this character uh, written by Alyssa Wong with uh, art by uh, uh, Michael Ning. Um, There's a, probably prior to this issue, there's kind of a real problem with iron fist, right? Mm -hmm. Blonde haired white guy. Right. uh, Yeah. With the martial arts. Savior prototype. And, and I think that that was, especially when the Iron Fist uh, series launched on Netflix, soon to be gone at the end of this month, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, all your favorite MCU shows that were on Netflix, gone at the end of February. So uh, go get those downloads in now. No word if they will appear over on the Disney Plus service, but, uh, you know, uh, Daredevil, uh, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. the other show, That's and Iron show. Fist, all going away. Yeah. But there was a lot of controversy when they announced who the actor was playing uh, Iron Fist in that, that television show because of that white savior kind of uh, yeah. aspect to it. So it's kind of interesting to see 
I don't think that this was a four-year delayed reaction, but it's nice to see someone of Asian background mm -hmm. coming in uh, to be the new Iron Fist, the new protector of Kunlun. Uh, so I, I do appreciate that very much, and I also appreciate that Marvel has put uh, two people with, uh, I'm not going to assume that they're Asian because they could be uh, of another ethnicity and married into Asian, but I'm going to uh, assume based on last names that they are Asian creators. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. So let's then, why do we have Shang-Chi? Mm -hmm. Because reading a lot of, um, what, what's this new Iron Fist name? Lee. Lin Lee. Mm -hmm. uh, man, a lot of his background feels straight out of that Shang-Chi movie. The Shang-Chi movie, yes. But keep in mind the Shang Chi comic doesn't right. have very any different, right? Of that backstory, right? Really but that's what I'm saying is that this issue feels a lot like, oh, if I've seen uh, Shang Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings, then mm -hmm. this this character feels very much like that character. Yes, and that's where I kind of have a little mix, a little concern with with this story. I feel like my biggest concern with the story is that. Lin has been around for a while. He, he was a character. He was part of the Age of Atlas. He had his own series briefly. And I feel like taking the Swordmaster and making him a new Iron Fist is, to me, it's one of those moments where you've basically sacrificed one potentially interesting character to try to prepare another. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I used to complain that uh, the Falcon became Captain America. Right. And then nobody became the Falcon. Right. I feel like each of them has their lesson. So while I'm fine with removing Penny from the equation, because honestly, Penny is a character based on the Golden Age Amazing Man from 1939. And I will tell you, if you read those stories, they were racist in 1939. No. <laughs> really? What? They were, they were overtly racist in 1939. And when you revamp them in 1973, they weren't any less probable. And so being Danny of the equation, having Danny not be, you know, the savior of Kunlun, a hidden city of right. actual Chinese people, it, I'm fine with that. I just kind of wonder about, I don't, yeah, here's the thing. When I talk about this, I feel like it's hard to articulate it without sounding like one of the people who are like, why don't you just make new characters? Why are you ruining our old characters? You know, the, the hardcore people. Are like, oh, sure. Yeah, I can, I can see that. But I think that saying that this character feels very much like Shang-Chi from the movie is a legitimate concern. Oh, absolutely. Especially in that people are going to come to the comics trying to find Shang-Chi comics to read to see, you know, are they as good as this movie that we enjoy, the, the CGI and the, the and if they have to come and look over here Iron Fist to find an equivalent of that character it's just going to add more confusion to yeah, all I think the confusing I think that's the part that I think that's what I'm trying to get at is yeah. it's going to confuse new readers oh, that being said I do like I do like this Iron Fist I do like this this young kid I, this young man who you know has this destiny this quest to fulfill uh, I like the conflicts and the 
you know, the, the MacGuffins, so to speak, these shards, uh, that, uh, that propel the story forward. I like that. There's all these demons trying to get into uh, Kunlun to tear it down and also to get these, these pieces of the sword, I, the story wise, I think it's really great. It's just unfortunate that it feels like the, the, um, a movie character that we've already seen. And I think that's, I think that's going to confuse audiences, uh, readers, especially, and especially new readers coming from Shang-Chi mm-hmm. looking for more Asian representation in comics, Asian representation in comics, really, really good. And really, really important in my opinion, uh, having Asian creators also really, really important, really, mm-hmm. really good. Um, so all of those things make this a really good comic. It's a lot of the other stuff that, uh, from the, from the character history or backstory or whatever that they're creating for here where it feels like it's going to cause confusion yes and it does kind of bring up the things that if you are familiar with the agents of atlas agents of atlas was designed to be a pan asian super team featuring all of the profile characters so they had uh andreas cho jimmy Wu, marvel's asian character like 1951 they had a uh, wave who I believe is a new either Filipino character. I mean, they took all of these characters and over the course of about four years, we saw this you know, big movement of people. They put them all together in one team. And when the book stopped being printed, the characters just sort of went by the wayside. So yeah, on the, that, that does. Hand, yeah. on the one hand, I'm fine seeing, you know, become, Fist. In fact, I feel like it's, as you mentioned, probably well past time for mm-hmm. or someone of actual descent to take a role. But I also feel like, as much as I love bits and pieces of this story, I feel like it's a really well written story. It's really fun. I do agree with you that there's a lot of baggage with both sides of the character. And the Iron Fist thing is going to be very difficult to get past. If Lynn is going to maintain status as the new, new current active Iron Fist, then, you know, we're going to, first of all, they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with Dale. You can't kill him because then who would Luke Cage be best friends with? And, right. And, you know, having him just hang around and be Lynn's mentor, Lynn's buddy, feels like you aren't really evading the problem created by having Danny in, you know, in the equation in the first place. Because at that point, he sort of becomes a driving force of his adventures. And once again, you get into that, you know, that white savior complex. Yeah. Lynn's, yeah, yeah. If, if he Lynn's only a good yeah. hero because of Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with Danny sitting there in this story saying, hey, stick with me. I, I've got a lot of things that I can teach you. I can make you better. Right. That also does fall into that, into that category. Yep. Whereas, um, I would have been okay picking this issue up and saying, oh, there's a new Iron Fist in town and not even having any of any Danny present. Mm-hmm. I would have been totally okay with that as well. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like Marvel is telling readers, the, the hardcore readers that are like, why does it have to be Asian? Why do you have to just give the new title like you're complaining about? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's giving those fans a back door saying, calm down, settle yourself. Danny Rand's going to be Iron Fist again. Just don't worry about it. And his appearance here feels like like that. Yeah, and I do feel like this, you know, 
this issue is enjoyable to me. It's fun, but it has a big problem in that it's trying to have its cake and eat it too. It's trying to say, here's this new character. We're going to launch them out with a new number one. We're going to give them an adventure. And they're going to have this, this message of, hey, this is a new Iron Fist. And he has this new, uh, you know, requisite, for lack of a better word. But then we've also got Danny Rand in here. Now, from an annuity standpoint, you know, there's nothing more infuriating than the thought process of it doesn't matter. Because I just recently uh, read an issue of Justice League where the Flash is running around in you know, Flash and doing Flash things. And somebody says, hey, Wally. And I'm like, wait, this is what? You know, and it's one of those moments where it shouldn't matter for the integrity of the story to just say, hey, Wally, in the middle of the story. But it also feels like when did Wally show up and come back? So I feel like if this had been a brand new issue with just Lynn and Lynn's, you know, new trying to find his magical sword and put it all back together and somehow all of a sudden he has this power that he can't control and doesn't understand I feel like my first thought would have been what happened to Danny so I, in some yeah, ways I was kind of caught between you know, a rock and a hard place and I feel yeah. like Alyssa's script is very, very strong yeah, no, it's solid. This is a solid story. This yes. is a good story. It had me into it. There's a cliffhanger at the end that I'm just like, ooh, there's going to be a big fight next issue. I'm back uh-huh. in this. Great story. You're absolutely spot on. Great story. Yep. So the question really becomes, A, is this an ongoing? Or is this like a six issue, clear the decks, reset everything, and give us our new Iron Fist for Beal? Because a couple of years Years ago, I believe we covered one or two of them here. They did that with uh, Shang-Chi. There was a six-issue series that kind of wiped the slate clean of everything we know, introduced a new supporting cast and the the five the five weapons society, and pulled all of the all of the full man, Fu Manchu threads entirely out finally, and was like, okay, here's this new status quo for Shang-Chi going into his big new movie thing. So. It's possible that what we're looking at is the first salvo of we're going to fix Iron Fist. But I, I'm fine. I'm fine if they if they if we don't ever see um, Danny Rand again as Iron Fist. I'm fine yeah. with that. Although this is a five issue limited series, right? So we may be back to status quo by the end. But I don't think so. I, I think that not. I think this is a let's try it out for five issues. Let's see where it goes. Let's see how. People respond to the character. Let's see how sales are doing. Um, but, um, you know, Alyssa Wong's uh, story, really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I I honestly think that if there are people, and I, I fell into this same trap. That's why I said I think this is a problem. Mm-hmm. I came into this and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that from the movie. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's Shang-Chi. <laughs> and so then, so th- that is a legitimate problem. But everything else about the script is really, really good. Uh, or about this issue good. The art, I really enjoyed the art. I thought the art was uh, very good. I thought the, uh, especially when they're doing the martial arts and they're showing uh, forms, but also showing movement and power behind those forms. Mm -hmm. I thought that was exceptionally well done. I enjoy the colors in here and I enjoy the color scheme in here uh, Mm -hmm. very, very much. Uh, This is a comic book that I would highly recommend to people who are like, hey, where can I find Asian characters in comics? I would say go read Iron Fist. 
Go mm-hmm. read Shang-Chi. Go read uh, the Superman of uh, the, the Big Ten. Or what is it over in China? What's the what's yeah, the, the, the Justice League of China? That was Superman. Yeah. New Superman. Uh, yeah. Big Ten was a different other series, but yeah, right. I, I would recommend those. So if you're looking for something, I I think this is fine. This is a five issue miniseries, so it will be done in a couple of months uh, yeah. for you to collect in trade. So there you go. Uh, so yeah. my recommendation is go pick it up. Yeah, the art sort of reminds me of a slightly more fluid uh, Lionel U. Do you remember mm, when Lionel yeah. U was uh, he was drawing yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, things? And I mm-hmm. I'm down with that, and I do love one thing: uh, the the coming attractions cover for next issue shows yeah. off uh, Lynn in his cool cool Iron Fist costume, but also Danny in his traditional suit, which is split down to the navel, has the slippers. The and you know the thing over the head and i'm like yes let's go back to that the traditional suit and that's actually one of the things that i think they're gonna kill danny they put him back in his old suit they're gonna kill him we're gonna kill him on panel he's gonna be dead 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 and dead and you know four down the line he'll be back but i feel like this is right on the cusp of rush ride out and dying frenzy for me it's right there. It wants to be there. I think if it weren't for the, you know, the honestly, the cognitive dissonance aspect of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Iron Fist character and what Marvel has done with it, I feel like, like this could be just that, that brilliant new go get it right now. So definitely, yeah. at the very least, you want to check this out. And did you verify? I cannot, for the life of me, figure out how pronounce michael's name did you verify a pronunciation on it i i don't know okay. all of my asian pronunciation so that's why i just said Nying. uh yeah uh, that's i think that's maybe the closest but i'm probably butchering it at which point i mm. uh, i greatly apologize so. certainly and that's you know that's something else that you know, i feel like needs work um before all of us yeah you know marvel have pronouncers we should have access to those pronouncers and we should be able say that but and that's for everybody that's not just oh, yeah, for, that's, you know uh, you know it's that's it's that's like, a cultural uh, it's not a thursday night comic book review show issue no no that's just that's literally i mean the number of times my name has been butchered i'm used to it by now right. and it doesn't bother me but i know a lot of people it does so apologies to those whose names i've butchered over the years it's not in, yeah. done with malice yeah um i i did not see the preview for Issue number two, I did not re- review the uh, the review copy that Marvel sent us. That may have been the oh, one that you did. I actually bought I, it. I, uh, uh, physical form, or did you buy it from oh, Comicsology? <laughs> because me it was here's uh, the thing. Here's the thing. Comicsology switched over to uh, Amazon uh, this week, today, mm-hmm. depending on when you're listening. Hello, future people. Uh, and uh, to say that the transition was awkward, uh, seamless. Oh well, I was going to say to say the uh, to say the transition was without without problems is uh, an understatement. <laughs> to say that it is fraught with uh, errors is uh, yeah. an understatement. To say that they've got a long ways to go to repair the damage that has been caused today God. is an understatement. <laughs> Uh, they sent out, I was talking in the pre-show to everybody that I got an email today from Comixology late this afternoon, like literally before, uh, I sat down to do this. That is basically, as you may have seen, uh, we've got some big changes in Comixology that happens today. I know when apps I love change, that new experience can be a little jarring at first. 
more updates are coming and we thank you for coming on this journey with us and it's just like yeah uh the i wish j michael t was in the chat uh with us today because he uh was a beta tester under nda non-disclosure agreement um mm-hmm. and has a lot more to say about it i know some of the people involved at comiXology and they've been very silent mm-hmm. uh, over the last couple of months uh obviously about a year ago we were part of the comiXology um uh, affiliate program which was something that they had kind of started late we were very happy with that and uh, i just know from that end of things that this they pushed the launch of this again and again and again and again multiple times so here's the thing. Uh, Ashley, Victoria Robinson, and I are going to talk all about uh, the issues with Comixology this week on Finally Friday. That's another show that we do live at 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Friday afternoons on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash major spoilers. Uh, I was very frustrated by it because, number one, when I went into the web app, which is what, uh, the you know, through your browser, mm-hmm. uh, that's how I normally do it. and the web version wasn't working. I, I had gotten very used to Comixology crashing again and again and again, like I've expressed over the last couple of weeks. Uh-huh. But this, it would just freeze up and I couldn't navigate at all. And so I finally ended up reading it on my iPad, which I had, you know, I updated the app there. I had zero problems with the the iPad app. Now, Kindle readers, I don't know what you've experienced, but I didn't lose any comics. I didn't, it's still keeping all my reading spots uh, there. I'm in the US, so all my subscriptions are still there. But this is not a, a pretty change. And we'll talk about that uh, on Finally Friday this week. How does that impact Dueling Review? Well, one of the great things that was on the Comixology website is we could say, hey, show me the comics that are coming out next week, right? Uh, show me uh, comics that are c- scheduled to come out in two weeks. And you could just go to the little calendar and you could browse by release date. You could browse by publisher. You could do all of those things. And it was fantastic. That feature is currently, I'm going to say it's currently not implemented over mm-hmm. on the Amazon uh, page, which is a big mistake. That was one of the number one complaints I saw from people. Uh, so we can no longer use Comixology as a source for our fine patrons to vote on the comic that's coming out uh, next week, right? Because it's no longer in existence. Right. We can't use Previews World because they no longer distribute DC comics. And so we don't have access to what's coming out next week from DC Comics which also makes it very difficult for people to vote for a comic to review. Unless of course, you know, nobody wants us to review DC comics. Mm -hmm. So I went out and I found a couple of different sites. I've linked them over in the Patreon. Uh, One is a league of comic geeks, which I know many of you are probably familiar with. The problem with their new comic release thing is that you have to manually go in and click the next week. Used to be, we could just, uh, the URL would include the dates in it. Mm This one does not, and that's already caused confusion for people voting this week. There are a couple of people that are like, oh, Usagi Yojimbo would be really great. Well, that that would be really great, except it comes out this week, not next week. <laughs> so th- that is probably not a site that we're going to be able to use because it requires people to manually do something. But the thing that makes you know an easy click like the what we had with Comixology work is that people could go in and they would instantly be taken to the page. They could see all of the comics right there. League of Comic Geeks doesn't do that. Yeah. The other one is Go Collect. Uh, and theirs is broken down by publisher. And theirs appears to be, um, you know, they've got it in, in the URL. So you can go and look at that right away and see the entire list. Uh, they also just like Previews World. And they're probably pulling a lot of that from what the data sheets that Previews World has. 
a lot of the variant covers. So that oftentimes, especially when you get to the Vampirilla Dracula Unholy number three that has Matthew, would you like to guess how many <gasps> variant covers there are? Six, 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 uh, 16. <laughs> you, 16. Are, you are pretty close. <laughs> there are 24 variant covers. Jump Vampirilla Dracula Unholy number three arriving wow. next week from stores. How many of them have new Dracula? Well, so uh, uh, Dynamite doesn't do that, although they do oh, have a lot. Right. What they do is a lot of the cosplayers, and so they have a lot of cosplayer variants. Mm -hmm. um, and some of these are, I think, they don't even have a ratio on here. It just says uh, AR, which I'm guessing is ask ask your retailer what the price is. I think that's augmented reality. It means that uh, you should shove your phone right at that universe and just be like, so there, th yeah. So there's a lot of that stuff that you have to scroll through. So we may end up with, with the go collect site. Uh, not as, I mean, go collect is fine. I'll just, that's all I will say. It's okay. fine. Um, but you know, if we can't find a site that is, you know, by Tuesday or Wednesday of the week before, posting what's available for the next week. Uh, there's no reason to do dueling review because what I've liked about dueling review over the last couple of years is that we're giving our listeners a chance to tell us what we should review and discuss, which is great because, um, that gives us a chance to read things that we probably wouldn't uh, read normally. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it gives the community a chance to rise up and, and, you know, let their voices be heard. So I, I like that very, very much. um, if Matthew and I are just picking the books we read, it's going to be Batman every week, uh, Batman and Spider. -Man. <laughs> that, that's all we'll, we, we will be reviewing from that now is, into the future. That is a lie. That no, that's, a lie. that's the absolute truth because there's enough Batman stuff that comes out every week that we can review Batman. And there's enough uh, Spider-Man stuff that comes out every month that we can review one of those two books, every dueling review from here until uh, the end of time. Uh, so I don't want that to happen. And so that's why it's really important that we have some way of getting a complete list into the hands of our dear, 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 dear listeners um, ahead of time so that they can vote over at patreon.com slash major spoiler. So uh, if I come back next week and go collect on Wednesday or Thursday, doesn't have next week's stuff up and they don't put it up until, you know, Friday or Saturday, right. um, that's going to be a problem. So head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers, cast your vote. I've got the two different services that I've already mentioned for you to go and look at, tell me which one you prefer in addition to voting for the book you want us to review for February 23rd, 2022. That's next week. Mm -hmm. And then we'll try it again next week and see what happens. Um, but I'm pretty sure already because I've seen a couple of people accidentally vote for the wrong comic, the wrong week mm -hmm. of comics. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure that League of Geeks one is going to go away. It's basically eliminated in my opinion right now. Mm -hmm. Um and and that's a shame because a lot of people like the um, cover, the cover images that are on the the that website. So, mm -hmm. show may go away. I don't know. It's not it's not from a lack of trying, but um, I certainly don't want to read Batman and Superman and review that every and Spider Man every single week on this show, unless mm -hmm. you guys do. So there you go. Uh, sorry for Matthew's uh, issues with his microphone this week. I know it sounds like he's been uh, vocoded to death, and. And we will pitch shift him into a, a new share uh, music I video am next happy week. He'll be here. Uh, thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you to all the cool people who hung out in the Dueling Review Discord uh, server. Some of them had to run off to go. Carl had to go run off and play uh, RPGs tonight. 
but uh, to everyone else, thank you so much for coming and hanging out. And dear listener, I hope that we will be able to have you join us next week. Maybe to find out the fate of Dueling Review. Until then, go out there, grab some comics, and have some fun. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.